0: D-E-R-M dot com.
2: Hello and welcome to Come Along Pond, a Doctor Who discussion podcast, God it feels so good to say, with your two best friends, your two dusty, get them out of the cupboard, they're covered in dust, (laughs) best friends, Elliot,
3: (laughs) and Damla, that's right, she's brought me down from the loft.
2: Yes, we've been brought down from the loft, we've been dusted off, and we're we're, we're back, we are back.
3: Yeah, Uh, I need a bit of oiling, but you know, it's fine.
2: Do you know what? I've missed this. <laughs> Me too. I really have.
3: You, I've missed your, I've missed your face.
2: I've missed your face. I mean, we've seen each other's faces in, in, in the interim. But have we? Doing this. Yes, we have. We've had catch-ups, babe. Come on.
3: I don't remember this. The last time we had a catch-up, I was still in bed. I was like, please don't don't.
2: No, before don't that, look at babe, my
3: face. But I don't remember before that.
2: Before that. I forced you on video call, and then the <laughs> next time you were like, no, I can't. And I was like, no, please, it's fine. I'm...
3: Please, it's one o'clock and I'm laying in bed. Because I... i'm a fool um a fool a fool but yes i've no i've missed i've missed your face i've missed your face in podcast mode uh and everybody at home i've missed your faces except i can't see your faces so i've missed your ears
2: i've missed your ears and your essence um as
3: i worm my way into your brains
2: can you feel it it's happening Mm. um anyway uh yeah no (laughs) we're back so before we get into anything just quick little Quick little catch up, quick little uh, chinwag, quick little bon mot, as you would say, Elliot. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right use of the indeed, word. No,
3: indeed, I, indeed, I would say bon
2: mot. I, I
3: don't even, I don't even entirely know what it means, but I enjoy saying it.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, basically, if you don't follow us on Instagram, which at this point, if you don't, it's actually just homophobic. So just what sort you yourself doing? out. What are you doing, listener? What are you doing? What are you doing? Um on Instagram we announced very dramatically screenshot on the notes app energy on the grid that we were taking a break because here's the thing we love this don't we we love it we love doing this yeah. it's truly one of the you know the one of the biggest joys of my life i love doing it i'm so glad we started doing it it brings me so much Top it's actually five. my yeah it's like i've said this before if this could be my job I'd happily take it. I would I would cherish it. I still cherish it, but you know what I mean? Like, I would love to do this as a job. I love it so much.
3: Yes. But... I'd wake up every morning and go, thank God we get to do this as a job. I am truly yeah. one of the blessed people.
2: Exactly. But it's not because, you know, being a creative is tough. Uh, and both of us started, well, you know, full-time work. And it doesn't leave much time for uh, for, for things, really. And, <laughs> You know, we both take this podcast very seriously. Even though it's, you know, it's a passion project. We take it very, very seriously. Like, you know, the post on these episodes does take me time because I'm the one who edits them and I'm a Virgo. So, you know, I like it to be perfect. 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 Um, perfect. Perfect. Anyway. Um, perfect. 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 Uh, so.
3: And this is why you... it takes so long because she didn't have go on.
2: Yeah, exactly. Business. Exactly exactly
3: that's why i make her edit it because it's all her editing out her stuff
2: it's me it's me, me editing out all my shit um mm,
3: she's the problem it's her
2: it's me Sorry, hi. um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway before i rattle on any further um about it basically we just needed a minute to breathe because we never want this to become a thing of like oh we have to go and record an episode or oh, that, that we we I, we wanted to nip that in the bud before it even became a thought in our heads do you know what I mean and we did we were experiencing a lot of creative burnout it was a lot of emotions so yeah that was the best thing for us and also big big update the main update is we are going to a bi-weekly schedule now because every week when you're you know unemployed slash freelancing sometimes it was fine absolutely fine I loved that schedule but now when you're doing full- time work it's like mm, it ain't it ain't it ain't gonna work, darling. It ain't gonna work. So, for now, at least we're going to a bi-weekly schedule. Which I know some of you may be like, "Oh no!" Well, that's the reality, and that's how it has to be. If you want the quality and the energy and the 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 the, the vim, the vigor to stay as it is, you know, the beans, the beans, full the of beans.
3: beans. Um.
2: Oh, <laughs> anyway, God, I'm actually exhausted listening to myself uh... talk about it. But yeah, you get it.
3: Yes. Uh, and small caveat addition, addition to the Bonmo, a mode <laughs> to the Bonmo, if you will. Um, <laughs> of course, you know, that's all the reasons why we took some time. But thank you to everybody for still sticking around. Especially yes. thank you to people on Patreon who have kept their subscriptions going because, you know, we haven't had an episode for almost a month. So we do really appreciate everybody's patience and everybody's understanding. Everyone's been really kind about it. And you're all still here, which is crazy um, because I would have gone by now. Um, but we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. This is not a, not three specials, run and gun deal where we lie about <laughs> when we're actually coming out. This is proper, proper regular schedule programming. We're not going anywhere. No, baby.
2: Yeah, babes. That's how. Yeah, it is. Yeah, baby. That's how it is. Uh, so get used to it. But no,
3: no, no love for the Austin Powers. I think no. that's quite good.
2: Never seen it, Sos. What? I know. I know. I know. My Austin Powers
3: is is brilliant. Anyway.
2: I know. Um, anywho. Well,
3: anywho. Ha, 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 I'm going to blast through three quick, three mails. Yeah. Three fast three mails. Because yes. we're, trying to do, we're trying to do this episode fast, full of energy. Yes. Uh, so I picked these at random and they're just the shortest ones. So if you think, I did ages ago. Well, your time will come. Your anyway. time will
2: come. We just want to ease ourselves back in. With this very, very fun discussion we're going to have. But we'll get to that after the three
3: minutes. energy. First email is from Lily. And they say, Hi Elliot and Damla, I hope you're having a great day. Knowing how long it takes for you two to read all the emails you receive. I have a question that's set up for the end of season four. Well, you know what? Your email was so lovely and so short that we can answer it whenever. And so we're answering it whenever. Yeah. You'll probably be near the end of recording the episode. You'll probably be near the end or recording the episode reading this. Well, you know what? I think if we hadn't have taken that break, we probably would have been. So yes. I feel okay doing this. Feel free to wait until you get to the episode to read this because it contains spoilers. It's fine. We're all free fun here. There have been various rumours about the possibility of Billy Piper or Free Rageman coming back for the 60th alongside the one and only David Tennant. I'm very aware that this is very unlikely, but I'd like to know both your opinion on either companion coming back, even if it was just one scene with Rose and Tennant in the parallel world. Hugs, kiss... I guess Lily.
2: Um oh, well we've spoken about Freema. Uh the, pos- the possibility of Freema coming back. I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh and I think she would slot very nicely into this new narrative and you know, you know, maybe working with Kate. I think that makes a lot of sense. And as you know, Martha is my girly, so um I need her back with all of my being. Billy, on the other hand, I want Rose back because I think Rose is a very, very integral part of New Who. She was the first companion. She is, like, the companion that most people think of, I would say. Um, And she came back for the 50th, not as Rose as the moment, but save it. Um, I would like to see Rose back. And I'm not complaining if she comes back as a full-time character again, like, for the specials, even a surprise or whatever. But yeah, even just a glimpse, I'd be happy. But also, I'm not married to the idea. Do you know what I mean? What do you think?
3: Mm. No, same. There has to be narrative reason to bring either of them back. I'm not into this, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, who's that woman off in the distance? that we turn around, oh, it's Billy Piper. And then yeah, yeah. we can all scream because we've fa- yeah, I don't yeah. like that kind of we've thing. We've done it before. Um, yeah. Like, I just, you know, I need story reasons. So as long as the story reasons, I'm fine with it. And I'm sure that Russell would find a good way to slot them into the story. So, if he wants Rose in the narrative, then I trust him. But um, I have a feeling that she's probably not going to be. I have a feeling she'll probably be referenced. But I don't yeah. think we'll see her. And I don't think we'll see Martha Jones either. Um, although I think she would definitely fit more easily into the narrative structure. I would like her to meet Shooty. Yeah. So, I want I want her more in series 14 than in the specials.
2: I'm yeah, not me too. Say no to either. I agree. I think I'd want Martha more in series 14. Same. Well, thank
3: you so much for that, Lily. On to our next email that goes as follows Hello. I've been binge watching your amazing podcast for the last few days, ever since I found it via Instagram. None of my friends watch Doctor Who, so it's lovely to listen to people who are equally as passionate about it as I am. Thank you very much for what you do. Helena. What a lovely. Helena. You don't hear, hear, hear Helen as much anymore. And I love it. Beautiful name. Beautiful email. Thank you, Helen.
2: Gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you so much for your lovely words.
3: And our final email goes as follows Hi, Elliot and Damler. My name is Mickey. Ah, oh, Mickey, Mickey. Mickey. Nice to see you. He, him, and I've only just started watching New Who this year. I'm a bit late. I know it's embarrassing. I found you guys through TikTok and now I listen to your podcast all the time while on walks. I think you mean hot go walks, but it's fine. Doing household chores or my uni work. I have no questions for you, unfortunately, but I just want to say your podcast has been getting me through some tough and boring days. I don't have people around me to talk about Doctor Who with, so listening to your podcast is a great way for me to have other people's thoughts and opinions in my ears and talking about the show that I love. I hope you guys are having a lovely day whenever you read this. Godspeed, Mickey.
2: Thanks, thanks, Ricky. I mean, Mickey.
3: <laughs> Not Mickey the idiot, Mickey the lovely. Thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you very much.
3: Well, that concludes this week's rapid fire, three mouth, fast three mouth corner.
2: It's coming. Oi! <laughs> no. <sighs> as always, thank you so much for the wonderful emails. And, thank you, Sean. Yeah, we always really appreciate it. Um, but before we get into what today's episode is about, you know, lovely chill hot girl chat is what this week's episode is about and what it is. Um, just a reminder, you said it up top, but we have a Patreon. If you'd like to check it out, patreon.com forward slash come along podcast. If you want to support the pod, you know, you want to get some access to some things, please, please go check it out. Link in the show notes or you can type it in. It's up to you. But yeah, Patreon.com forward slash come along upon podcast. Hey.
3: And finally, as well, just one unprompted new segment that probably won't be a segment going forward, but it's time for a DM of the week shout out. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Darren uh, uh, and I both love this. We were contacted by a very, very lovely lady called Jenny, um, who was sharing with us clips of her Doctor Who themed dog training routine. And uh, it's it's spectacular
2: it's a spectacular thing to behold and the message we won't divulge but the message that you sent us was so touching that we wanted to give you a shout out so this episode is for Jenny we love you and thank you for listening
3: yes this is Jenny's episode everybody else go away
2: <laughs> love you Jenny <laughs>
3: love you roll credits
2: yeah roll credits <laughs> 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 oh, what we like what we like
3: I about my catchphrase
2: what we bloody like
3: Well, as I'm sure you were able to gather from our fun rambles at the start of the episode, we've got an absolute beast of an episode. Oh. The specials are coming way out yonder, (laughs) and it's going to be a bit of a giggle.
2: (laughs) 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 I didn't even know you were going to do that. That's hilarious. (laughs) 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 Uh Aha, (laughs) humour! Funny,
3: funny thing to say. Um, (laughs) It doesn't really work, though. though. We've got an absolute star of an episode, uh, but don't feel blue because the... See, there's not quite.
2: <laughs> so here's the giggle, guys. Here's the gag, Google and Giggle to this week.
3: There's a star beast waiting in, in the sky. sky.
2: Actually there is. There actually is. That's is the gag. What?
3: There is. And that's yeah, the giggle. There's a, there's, a, there's a star beast waiting in the sky for less than one month's time.
2: Yes. So before we get hold on, hold your horses. So we thought what's the best way to ease ourselves back into recording. We didn't want really to just go back straight into an episode. We wanted to acknowledge, because even though this is a very dated episode, and we may even be out of date by the time this comes out, no one cares. It's a hot girl chat. It's discussions galore. This episode is a meal. This is a meal. It's Slay the House Down Boots, except we're not going to use that, because that is just, you know, predictable queer language.
3: If, look, if, if the If the episode is a meal, then it's Steak.
2: Exactly. Steak and chips. Steak and chips. Um, But yeah, what I was going to say was, instead of it being Slay the House Down Boots, the reason we're doing this episode is because this month has been the month of the boot. It's been the month of the boot. Boot, boot, boot. Oh my God. We have been fed. Bed, watered and clothed and, you know, wrapped up in a blanket.
3: Not just because we have new jobs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Humor. Humor. <laughs> funny thing to funny, say. Funny, funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the government. Anyway, <laughs> Lord. Um, so, what we're going to do today, like I said, it's the month of the boot. We're going to run through all of the things that have been happening. It's the run up to the 60th, baby. We're going to have a hot girl chat. It's going to be a gag. It's going to be... We're going to talk about how we were gagged. It's it's actually been such a time. So the first thing we need to talk about is the air dates have been released finally. <gasps> gagged. gagged. Finally,
3: the worst person you know can stop complaining.
2: Yeah, like some of you don't need to shut up on a real one. Like actually keep, <laughs> keep it moving and grieving and keep it zipped. Like stop being so ungrateful. Shut up. Like actually shut up.
3: And the people in this country who don't know how their state broadcast works is terrifying.
2: It's really, Just really it's weird. Who
3: doesn't mean they don't they doesn't mean they make special accommodations. And the funny thing is they have made the special accommodation by announcing them a month early. It's mad.
2: Yeah. Like, did none of you did none of you remember that the power of the doctor, the air date was released like what, a week before?
3: Yeah, So what the BBC do. You know? And it's frustrating sometimes, but also sometimes it's really cool when you know the BBC press office will announce something that's had like no announcements and then you're like oh shit that's out in like two weeks cool
2: don't have to wait that long if anything it's awesome. a gift
3: it is I think it's a gift um
2: but yeah some of you need to uh you know go back into your noggins and remember that the BBC do things on the fly all right so Elliot tell us the dates babe because you've got the the more dramatic voice
3: yeah. <laughs> and I have some fucking opinions, I'll tell you.
2: That. <laughs> yeah, speaking of being ungrateful and annoying about dates, watch us be annoying and I'm, ungrateful about I'm dates? i not
3: to be annoying and ungrateful about dates. Only I don't know, it's just it's weird. I don't care, it doesn't actually bother me, but I just find the whole thing a bit perplexing. That's all. Go on, baby. Anyway. On the twenty fifth of November, <laughs> Saturday the twenty fifth of November, you'll be able to sit down with your friends, family, just you in my case, and watch The Star Beast. On Saturday the 2nd of December You'll be able to do the same again But you'll be watching Wild Blue Yonder And on the 9th of December Same thing but you'll be watching The Giggle The Giggle Then on the 25th of December you'll be watching As of Yet Untitled Christmas episode
2: It's actually How, How are we feeling? Because I'm I'm beyond Beyond excited Like it's getting very very real now
3: I think that that's, for me, I think that's where the weird feeling is coming. Uh, it's not ungratefulness, but it's a feeling of deflation. Right. Because for me now, because for a year, November has been the month to look forward to. And November's no longer the month to look forward to. It's December.
2: Yeah, it's basically December. Like,
3: I know that it, I know that it's the 25th of November, but it's December. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't impede on my free time. I do not care. I think it's just a weird feeling of... Oh, I've been going this whole time. November, November, November. Oh, my God, we're in October. It's almost November. Oh, actually, really, it's December. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit weird. Um, So, uh, odd. Just odd. Odd choices.
2: Strange, odd, and confusing. But, personally for me, I don't really care. But I agree with you, it ain't really November, is it? It ain't really November. But, along with the air dates, we've got some like cute little posters... These were actually giving throwback. Like, it was giving throwback, it was giving 2007, it was giving 2008. Like, it was giving Doctor Who magazine that you bought for £2.99 from um. Yeah, I love the shops. I really like them. I My favourite is The Giggle.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Very Un- good poster. Unhinged,
3: unhinged, drawn Neil Patrick Harris because he couldn't go into the photo shoot because he lives in like LA. LA, LA yeah, literally. Or, 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 America.
2: It, it, in, I in, in that place. Um... Something that I've been seeing, though, online, and again, it's it's another case of you lot needing to shut up. And again, I know, I'm, I'm sure it's not none of you lot, but, like, just people online um, being annoying, being like, Wow, well, Blue Yonder, like, the poster's literally just got a robot in it. What's that about? Uh, watch the episode and find out. It's literally... What, what do you mean?
3: <laughs> I saw people going, like, oh, I'm less excited for this one now.
2: Okay, bye then. Why-
3: but, like, it... Why? Like... It's strange. It caught me off guard when I first watched it. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like a little little robot. Okay, that's like an interesting first thing to reveal. Yeah. But if you're less excited because I don't, I don't know. You're like it's not going to be. It's not going to be the eleventh Doctor standing there, is it? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just I don't know. And people are complaining about all the airbrushing, and I just think you've got to be a really different level of sad to notice and or care about airbrushing in posters.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously caveats with that and, like, specific scenarios where it's like, okay, no, that's a bit fucked up. But, like, in most scenarios, it's like... I mean, and? Yeah,
3: it's, it's just a practice that happens and, you know, you can agree with it or disagree with it, but it happens. And you're going to be real mad when you sort of learn, you know, what happens to actors and models all the time.
2: Yeah, I also kind of, like, now I'm very much of the vibe of, like, because it's been happening to women for so many years and not to men. Now that it's happening to men as well a lot more, I'm like, yeah, good, because it's not, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never seen anybody complain about airbrushing, so I started airbrushing David Tennant. Now everyone's really upset. It's yeah. like, well, you know, this, this has been the norm for, yeah you know, since years. airbrushing was a thing. So... Um...
2: Also, sorry, this is not on topic, but speaking of David Tennant, like just a really, really quick another little bon mo, another little side piece of information. Something that made Elliot and I feel so cozy was Georgia Tennant posting on her story um about them going to Morrison's and she like documented it was like a vlog of them going to Morrison's and it was so funny. I I was literally dying. And like David in his like really colourful Doc Martins, which were a sleigh, first of all. And then him getting like mobbed at checkout, hilarious. Actually screaming uh, yeah. and crying.
3: Oh, and she's like standing at the self-checkout and she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll just get the bags on my own. I'm like, yeah, but you also, you did take David Tennant to a supermarket in the middle of the day. <laughs> like
2: the national treasure that is David Tennant. <laughs> yeah. like. he's,
3: not, yeah, he's not hiding his face. He's not got like sunglasses and a baseball cap on. He's just walking around like, hi, I'm David Tennant. Yeah. Because <laughs> the man doesn't know he's famous.
2: Like, don't get me wrong yeah, And I'm not saying it to be weird, but like someone like David Tennant, who's like been my idol since I was a kid, if he was in the supermarket, even with sunglasses on, I'd know it's him straight away.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, I, and everyone can have their own opinions about, you know, whether or not you should or shouldn't, like, swarm celebrities when they're out in public. Yeah, but, like, exactly. Yeah. It is not surprising. No. You don't have to condone it to find it completely unsurprising that he gets mobbed when he goes to a mob-
1: Morrisons. Exactly.
3: Also, fucking real as fuck that they shop at Morrisons. You know what yeah. I, mean? I, would have, I would have thought they were like, you yeah, know, Ocado delivery girlies.
2: Yeah, like Marks and Sparks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
3: But they're like really, really fucking excited that there's a new Morrisons opening. So funny. I, for them.
2: I just love them. I love them so much. I really, really do. You know, we'll save it for now. But yeah, the Doctor's Daughter is going to be a fun time. Um. Anyway, going back to the point, I just wanted to talk about that for a second. We're going back to the point. So... Along with the air dates, you know, Neil Patrick Harris has also been confirmed as the toy maker for definite, even though we all low-key knew, but it's nice to get the confirmation, you know. Yeah. Um and it's really funny because <laughs> So So another little bonmo, but this is relevant. So the trailer, the proper official trailer for the sixtieth came out. Like, not the teaser, the full length thing.
3: Yeah.
2: And this is going to be really odd by the time this comes out, but like I say, it's a dated episode. Doesn't matter. But when the trailer came out, I was outside. I was in the real world. Imagine I wasn't in bed or at home on my sofa with my cat. Imagine. Um, I,
3: I, <laughs> I was I was away, and I was going to watch Strictly anyway, and watched it live so I could watch the trailer beforehand. And I think like some Doctor Who fans, I was there for the first time experiencing Alan Carr's picture slam, just yeah. so I could watch this trailer. Uh, and Alan yeah. Carr's Picture Slam is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life.
2: We love Alan Carr, but Christ, anyway. But geez, um, yeah. But yeah, so the trailer came out, and I was out and about. I was actually going to see Matilda the Musical in the West End. Who is she? Ah, oh, love that. <laughs> anyway, and I was in the queue to go in the building, and the trailer came up. So I stood on the side of the street in Covent Garden, watching the trailer on my phone with my w- one earphone in, and I'm literally crying in the street. And I call Elliot. And you pick up and you're like, babe, I don't have a lot of time, but go quick. Thoughts, feelings.
3: I'm taking a pizza out of the oven. Make yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Make it snappy.
2: Make it snappy. And I was like, oh my God, screaming, crying, throwing up. The shot of Neil Patrick Harris in the sky with like the um, marionette kind of, co- I don't know what you call them, like the the puppet strings literally had me losing my mind. That's one of the most beautiful shots I've ever seen. And like the effects, everything. And then, um, you know, just David's acting, how good he looked in it. Oh my god. And i was just I'm literally middle of Cover Garden losing my mind. People were staring at me, like Philly.
3: I was like, Yeah, yeah it's cool, eh it, man.
2: It it's cool, dude. Um <laughs> the yeah, last time oh. that
3: happened was on uh Christmas Eve last year.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it did. Um but yeah, it was it was just a lot of emotion and I just again incredible trailer, one of the best trailers we've ever gotten for the show in general you know editing um yeah
3: it's like it's like a real <laughs> it says bad it was like a real trailer
2: like a proper you trailer I mean? yeah
3: it's like a hollywood movie style trailer
2: yeah like you know we've got you know the music track underneath the dialogue that was chosen like everything was perfection you know the little throwback clips oh oh yes yes love it i'm
3: going to just say oh it just looks it looks so nice to have doctor who like looking high budget and looking impressive but like looking like TV I hate I uh, subjective opinion but I don't like the Chibble era aesthetic of making it all sort of look like American prestige TV with like yeah, yeah. huge drone shots and like really fucking super letterbox like 16 by 9 and lens flares it all looks yeah. too it's just it, it's not the visual language of the show for me so I like that this does the, the money's on screen but it still also kind of looks like cheap TV that's what I want out of my Doctor Who which I know sounds really stupid but that's what I like Boots. I like its look. Boots. I
2: like its look. It's just boots. There's boots all my everywhere. Doctor all widescreen. Yeah, it's 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 giving budget. It's giving bougie, but it's also giving. it just I don't know. It looks amazing. It looks really amazing. I think the most cinematic Doctor Who should look is like the fiftieth. Like the fiftieth just got it perfect in my opinion. But again, save it um, when we get to that episode. Um, yeah. Oh, amazing. And then, anyway, we got another trailer um, a little bit after that, uh, a Disney Plus trailer, which which had the Disney Plus logo with the TARDIS flying over it, which was a surreal moment.
3: Yeah, because it's like the first time they've actually done any branding for Doctor Yeah, Bean, yeah. Really? Like, they've been really quiet about it? Because there was all that talk for a while that they might not even push the specials. It might all be about um, Shooty, but, like, I think they were obviously just waiting for when they could say it's actually going to be on Disney Plus.
2: Exactly, um, that's what I think as well. Um but you yeah. know, casually just revealing Mel in the background.
3: <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Can't tell if someone's getting gonna get fired for that one. Oh uh, man. I mean like, you know, again it's not like massively surprising. You've got also that clip of David from ages ago being like Oh no, well, it's Catherine, isn't it? She goes,
2: What about Mel? Yeah.
3: Like, oh yeah, she's great, isn't she? But like it's 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 nice to know.
2: It's nice to know. Um, if we are wrong, we apologise, but we're definitely not wrong because that is definitely Mel in the background. That is Bonnie Langford, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah.
3: Definitely. She's got that coat on.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um But yeah, so air dates, vibes, posters, boots. Um <laughs> so next, we've got the Doctor Who What was it called? The the 60th concert? The celebration concert?
3: uh, Yeah, Doctor Who at 60, a musical celebration.
2: So, first of all, I want to talk about how if you got a ticket for this event, you weren't guaranteed entry, which is hilarious. We won't dwell on it, but I I find that pretty bloody hilarious. So if anyone actually went there and got in and managed to stay, well done. I applaud you, because what the fuck? Um... (laughs)
3: Yeah, I also wish that people had told me that A, the tickets were free, and B, it was happening in Cardiff, because I could have gone and no one told me. Yeah, Um, exactly. So I'd like to say big fuck you to everybody. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it
2: was all your fault. It was all your fault, listeners. (laughs) Um, No, joking, joking. I I could have met all
3: three showrunners, and Sagan Akinola, and Peter Howell, and Murray Gold, and Sylvester McCoy. I had a great time.
2: But, like, you know what? That video of Russell, Chris and Stephen together. They did a little Hmm. interview. They recorded them at the uh, celebration. They did an interview. It's on socials. It's so cute. Like, they're all just talking over each other in a cute way, like a passionate way, in a really cute way. And it just makes you just love them all. They're the only men. Yeah. They are the only men.
3: (laughs) They are really adorable. I do like... I like that you all sort of learn their sort of personalities. Like, I love that they're all, like, they're ribbing Chris because he... Likes to keep everything secretive, and then he's like, "He's like, I know, I can't believe you gave all this information away. It's ridiculous." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, <laughs> and they're like, "Stop being boring." Yeah, and exactly. Then,
2: yeah.
3: And then they're asked about hearing the theme from Legopolis and they're all like, "Yeah." And they say the only truest statement I've ever heard them say, which is classic: "Who's the only real who?" Um,
2: Hilarious. They
3: bought a big smile to my face. They're all like, oh all the shit we do is fan fiction. It doesn't count." Here's it's the question, real.
2: though. <laughs> Out of the three of them, who are you? Who would you say you're the most similar to? Because I know who I am. Um, In that interview, though, in that interview context, not as people, because we don't know them as people. But
3: I only listened to it once. Um,
2: I feel like I'm Stephen Moffat. I'm not gonna lie.
3: I think, I think honestly, I think I'm probably I'm probably Chris (laughs) Jibnall. Just like yeah, bless him,
2: bless him.
3: Yeah, everyone feels everyone feels sorry for me uh, or hates me. (laughs) Um, no, no, it's because it's because it's because I have I have my stu- I have my stupid presenter face and voice, uh, which is what you're hearing right now. But actually, if you would to know me in real life, I would definitely have been sat quietly in the corner trying to speak over Russell and Stephen and struggling and just sort of sat in the corner like twiddling my thumbs waiting for my time to speak. And then when I do say something, no one else finds it quite as funny or interesting as when the other two said it. Um,
2: Babe, it's I- me all over. Am I Russell and Steven? Is that what you're saying? That's what I am, isn't it? I'm I'm a mix of the you two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: If you want to know what our dynamic is like to a T, that video. That video. Um <laughs> but anyway, so we got themes of past and present but also future. Ah, it's giving do we <laughs> <you>. Anyway. Um <laughs> so we've got yes, yeah, so, so the new theme, 15's theme and the life mm-hmm. of Ruby no, I'm lying. The Life of no. Sunday, sorry.
3: The Life of Sunday.
2: I'm going to let you take over first. I want to hear your opinion. Let's go Let's go song by song, theme okay. by theme, score by score, whatever the bloody okay. hell you want to call it. I don't do care.
3: R- do you remember the order in which they were played?
2: Absolutely not.
3: Okay, the first one that was played was The Life of Sunday.
2: Okay, all right, let's talk about it. Okay, what do you think of The Life of Sunday? Because I've, okay, I'm going to just admit now, I didn't listen to the whole celebration because I'm what? Fake. I'm fake. (laughs) Uh,
3: Honestly, I was going to, I was like, oh God, it's two hours and I don't know if I like all of the music enough. But I did listen to it all.
2: I want to at some point. I think when they do the televised version or the visual, like you can watch it kind of version, I will sit down and watch it of a Sunday or something. Uh, there anyway. is a moment
3: when they say that Sylvester McCoy has stood up in the audience to wave, and I can't wait to see that on the oh, actual broadcast.
2: <laughs> I love that man so much. Uh,
3: I think The Life of Sunday is really interesting. Now, I, I, don't, I don't know anything about music. I don't have a music background. I'm not going yeah, to pretend yeah, to talk same. about scales and progression and theory. I don't fucking know anything. But all I know is it's a waltz, which is very lovely, and it's very different, I think, to any other companion theme because it's very, very simple. It is just the piano, if I'm not mistaken. There is no other instrument really accompanying it, um, and it's sad. It's really sad. Like I can, I can hear it being played as she is just living life on her own. I get the sense she might be a really lonely character from listening yeah, to it. Yeah, that's what and I. And it thought. makes me, <laughs> it makes me really sad. Even though, like, all the film photos, like, oh, it's her out with her besties at Christmas, and like she's having here's her having like coffee with Kate Lethbridge Stewart, but like it sounds like she's gonna be really fucking lonely. Um, yeah, which and I'm not conflating the two, but I think might add fuel to the fire of the rumors of her essentially being an orphan. Yeah. Um.
2: Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh. Oh.
3: Well, that's like a persistent rumor at the moment. Right, is that she's meant to be an orphan, and that's kind of how they weave the timeless child thing back in. That's why her and the Doctor have a friendship together because they're both orphans.
2: That's kind of cute.
3: It would be very nice. Yeah, I h- hope it happens. I mean,
2: trust in Russell. Trust in RTD.
3: Oh, yeah, whatever he does will be good. I just, I like yeah. that as an idea. I think same. it's a nice way to carry that on. I'm digressing. I think it's very beautiful. I could listen to it. it sounds like a piece off like the Phantom Thread soundtrack, very Johnny Greenwood coded.
2: Why did I literally have the same note? Stop. <laughs> Stop. It's so Phantom Thread coded. Oh, that that movie. Do you know what? We're going to start with the Phantom Thread podcast because that's how much <laughs> we love that movie.
3: It's because when Dana thinks of me, she thinks of Phantom Thread.
2: It's your movie. It's your movie. It is. It's so you coded.
3: Yeah. I can't begin my day with a confrontation. Oh, I yeah, you know, I'm the grumpiest fucking get on the planet.
2: And I'm and I'm ladybird coded. That's just how it is and that's how it always will be.
3: <laughs> Damon, what do you think about the life of Sunday? Not Brian, Sunday.
2: Sunday. Um so I actually really like it. Do you know what it was giving at the start though? So for me it, at the start when the first 20 seconds I was like snooze. Snooze. Then it got to about forty seconds in, and I was like, "Actually, what am I talking about? This is one of the most stunning things I've ever heard. I love it." Um, it was giving a little bit. I'll tell you what it was giving. You know when um Donna uh forgets oh uh, her she forgets all of her memories with the Doctor at the end of Journey's End. Mm-hmm. That bit of music that comes in. There's like a slight part of it that sounds like that. That bit of music in the background. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? That's what it sounds. No, like but I believe you. Um. But I will say, the start of it, even though it made me snooze a little bit, it was also kind of giving A24 indie movie, beginning of the trailer music. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. You don't, like, hear a waltz very often. It's quite a an unusual piece of music for something like that. Um, but
2: overall, let me just clarify, the whole piece is beautiful and I love it, but my first initial listening to it, I was like, I'm snoozing, I'm falling asleep. Oh, you've got me. Yeah.
3: That's how it it's quite. It's quite whimsical. It's, it reminded me a bit of, like... Uh, Alexander Desplat score Yeah, uh, Shape of Water.
2: Can you actually Um, stop creeping me out because I literally wasn't going to say that as well. (laughs) It was giving Alexander Desplat it was giving Alexander Desplat that's what it was giving. Yes. Um, Oh my god. Stop. Stop reading my mind. (laughs) I've had enough.
3: And as well of course I was you know just was giving me Rose's theme vibes because piano.
2: Yes. Which they play
3: that live and like Doomsday, and I cried quite you, a lot.
2: Do you know? Do you know what's actually really funny is? What if this is like, maybe she's just a one-series companion? I don't know. I have no idea. What if this is like literally in her last moments or something? Because that's what it sounds like.
3: It does, doesn't it? It sounds very final.
2: It sounds really final. It sounds. It's giving. Full stop. That's what it's giving. I'm gonna stop saying it's giving. Sorry. <laughs> I know how annoying that is. Sorry, but it, that's that is. Literally, what it fa- like? It feels like
3: it's giving um, a period.
2: It's giving period. It's giving cricket. Anyway, uh, so this that's a last Sunday. The
3: fifth Doctor is giving cricket. <laughs>
2: sorry, <laughs> the fifth Doctor is giving cricket. Um, it's giving salary stick. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm a bit, i have got a bit of a cold. I think the uh, the sound of my blocked up nose just came through. But anyway, um. <laughs> Fifteen's theme, Lord, fifteenth theme, what are we saying?
3: Oh, uh, I was so, so pleased with this, because I, yep. I was trepidatious because I was like, oh, is it going to be sort of, you know, epic and, you know, that kind of almost the, the meme version of Murray Gold that you build up in your head where it's all just like yes. Latin chanting and, you know, like fire and anger and fury. And it started and I was like, oh, this sounds like a fucking 1940s, like world war two propaganda cartoon it sounds like an adventure serial that's such a vibe and i am so here for it yes. and i love it it's been stuck in my head all day since i listened to it again this morning um i it's really so good.
2: It. it's so good do you know what it is for me it's combining and they don't sound like this so just bear with but the energy of all the all the strange strange creatures and i am the doctor mixed together but something new as well <laughs>
3: Yeah, because that like opening where it's very repetitive, and you have that like I think they I think it's like it was like a it's like a bass like a baritone oboe I think it was they called it, um, that's like playing quite repetitive. Is got like that really good beat to it. but then. Later on, the more sort of orchestral parts were sort of uh just pleasurable again to my ear. I'm not a a music theorist. I so barely know instruments, um, but it sounds cool. It doesn't sound too ridiculously epic, but I can hear it being played over some really triumphant moments. Like I think that's why I like it, because I can hear the the, the first section of it. Yeah. Being played over him with like his hands in his pockets, just like bounding down a street with like a mission yes. in mind and it being a bit sort of like, Oh, we're having fun, but I can hear the other bit being as he rescues somebody from the brink of death.
2: Yeah, for sure. Or running down a corridor, you know. Um Yeah. I will say the last 20 ish seconds of it of the like da, 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 that bit um
3: yeah that's the bit that's been stuck in my head
2: it is giving it is it is giving 10th doctor a little bit for me personally like when i uh, you know when i first heard it i was like i can literally see 10 running down a corridor i can see it but hmm. when you combine when i listen to it again and listen to the start i no longer think that but for a second i did for a hot second
3: that's fair enough, and like all of this music is. Well, if I genuinely didn't like it as well, you know, I would say we're not like yeah,
2: of course, yeah,
3: shilling out for this. You know, we agree, we disagree on lots of things, but I genuinely like
2: all yeah. three bits of music. Also, um, um, we have made it very clear that we don't like everything this show produces, so like we're never gonna just sit here and say things to please. But um, yeah, I think 15's theme is the most Murray thing, though. It is very, very Murray coded. Even though it's it's literally Murray, but like it's Murray at his core, you know.
3: And uh, fun fun tidbit: they have an interview with Murray Joe Wiley, uh, who's the host of the show. does an yeah. amazing job. She interviews Murray, and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she's she's <laughs> asking him lots of different questions, but she she says to him, um, you know, like how yeah you know, how do the themes like inform the character? And he won't say anything about the fifteenth Doctor because you know he's not allowed. Um, And he's like, you know, no, it's just, you know, he's like it's in their smile and how they walk and how they talk. He's like, you know, Matt's theme is just based on his gangly walk. Yeah. I was yeah. like, savage. Savage. But he does walk all kind of gangly.
2: He does. He has that kind of big walk, that kind of big, like, gap walk. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> very, very stridy. Yeah.
3: David Byrne energy.
2: <laughs> yes. And then we get the big one the whopper the the big the big daddy that bitch the new theme for the show and what it is i'm just going to say it is lovely it's beautiful but it is just the old theme but with a bit of spice that's what it is
3: <laughs> yeah it's all of it's it's a bit of everything yes it's it's a bit of a bit of classic a bit of new a bit of something borrowed a bit of something blue yes Um, which I don't like it when they change the theme up too much personally. Um, yeah, same. Like I, you know, I, I love the, I love the original 2005 revival theme because it's the theme that I grew up with, even though it's quite a big departure. But then as we go along, I don't dislike any of the themes, but they do just kind of get further and further away from sounding like what I want a Doctor Who theme to sound like, um, Especially sort of like Matt Series Seven one, although it does the opening does sound a lot like it though.
2: It um, does. I would say yeah, no, I agree with that. I'd say the one that went furthest away from it is the Twelve Doctors one. Yeah, it's just
3: is screeching, isn't it? Shit, shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, Sorry, I, again, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike any of them. I, I like Twelves, but it's not. It would not be my favourite, but I, I don't dislike it.
2: 13 Slade, and I said what I said. I don't care.
3: The only problem I have with 13s is I've come accustomed to it over time, but it ne- it feels like it yields to something that doesn't quite come.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah.
3: For me, it feels a bit anticlimactic. For um, you. And it also gets lots of points just for people being like, it's got the original theme in there. It's like, okay, And? And? like don't get me wrong it still sounds your point being i like it i've gotten really used to it i love the effects on the opening but yeah there's still a little bit of me that just it just needs a little bit just needs to go on just a tiny bit longer a little bit more spice um but you know i don't like you know me i don't like the electric guitar and keyboard version of david's theme i'm all over the place
2: we just don't have fully formed opinions on anything so there you go no, uh, <laughs> no, but
3: I do love that middle eight. And if the middle eight is not actually in the opening, like it is with the seventh doctor's opening, I will cry. Just it cry. It's relegated to end credits all the time. Every and time. it's such a beautiful piece of music. I want to hear it.
2: I need it in my it's,
3: life. It's the best part of the theme.
2: Come on. What are you doing, Murray?
3: Like, it was in some classic episodes, but only because, you know, sometimes the theme would run over by accident and it would kind of creep in. But, like, I need it, I need it full time
2: we need in my it. opening. We need it. It has to be there, and if it isn't, Murray, we're going to have words. Anyway. So they
3: can do it for Sylvester, they can do it for me.
2: La- last couple of points before we head off today. Doctor Who Unleashed, the new version of Doctor Who Confidential, has been confirmed with host Stefan Powell. Stefan, Stefan, whatever. Stefan. Who knows? I want to say Stefan.
3: Fair. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna <laughs> I don't say.
2: Know. Um, I'm really excited about this because I think the show has really been missing Doctor Who Confidential. Doctor Who Confidential is a ritual, it is a religion, it is something that I used to love. Literally, you'd finish the episode, go over to BBC Three, watch it. That that's three hours of your Saturday taken up. Stunning scenes, absolutely gorgeous. The fact that the cut-down confidentials are on the DVD is bullshit because why are they cut down? <laughs> why? Maybe it's, it's probably a licensing issue because they used a lot of commercial track in Doctor Two Confidential, so that's probably why. But anyway, Doctor Who Unleashed. I mean, we saw Stefan on set. We didn't really know who he was, um, but he was on set and we saw him doing interviews like in Ca- when they were filming in Camden, things like that, and now we know why because they were doing this new show. It's going to be like, it's it's, a, it's an internet series, isn't it? It's going to be out on the internet, so after the episode comes out, we can watch it and see behind the scenes.
3: On iPlay or iTunes or something.
2: On iPlay or probably YouTube, whatever. Either way, I'm really, really ecstatic. This is one of my favourite bits of news that actually got released because I genuinely missed Confidential in my life. Like The last time Confidential was a thing was in Series 7, wasn't it?
3: Uh, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I think so. I never, I never watched Confidential as it was going out, so...
2: I can't remember Capaldi wow. ever doing it. To be really, really honest with you, um, so I, I think that was the last time. Yeah, but I'm excited it's back. I think it's gonna be really fun. It sounds like a really, really fun time. And Stefan, I don't know anything, Stefan, Stefan, Stefan. I've said it five different times this episode. I'm so sorry, but the new host, he seems lovely, and he seems super excited about it. And that's all we really want. We just we love we love someone who has passion for the show. And wish him all the best. I'm sure he's done a brilliant job hosting it. And we really excited about it. Vibes.
3: Vibes. Good vibes, man.
2: But yeah, anyway, speaking of things hitting the internet, all of Classic Who is hitting iPlayer. RIP. Most of Classic Who. Yeah. RIP, Britbox, RIP, ITVX. I mean, imagine not putting the first ever episode on there. Oh, wait, they're not going to. Stupid.
3: Well, the first ever story people only focus on an unearthly child which fair enough but like yeah there's four of those babies that again ignored
2: yeah it's really silly it's very very silly
3: and potentially others as of yet unconfirmed. um
2: but either way yeah ITVX Who Is She Britbox never knew you never saw you never even met you <laughs> um cancelling like six quid a month that's the thing though most people had those accounts for Classic Who because it's so much cheaper yeah. than buying all the bastard Collectors box sets and DVDs. Do you know what I mean? I mean I love, we we love them. We love them. Please, sorry. Hold on. We love the collectors box sets. We love all of that, but it's a damn expensive hobby.
3: Yeah, and you know they've only got I can I only collect the slimline ones, right? They've only got a handful of them out on slimline at the moment. So you know, if I want to watch a season that I don't own physically, I don't have the DVDs. So you know, I need to find them somewhere.
2: Exactly. And when we do our classic Who watch and review. I need to watch it somehow.
3: Yeah. I do now have An Unearthly Child on DVD, though. I didn't. Yeah, now
2: you do. Now you do. Because you're what? Gay. Um, (laughs) Anyway.
3: (laughs) And I want to watch it on the 23rd of November.
2: Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because you're what?
3: A Doctor Who fan.
2: A Doctor Who fan. Um, Can't can't relate. Can't relate.
3: Um... AKA gay. (laughs) Yes,
2: AKA a massive homo. Anyway. So to close off this this wonderful, gorgeous... I've had so much fun already. I'm so sad it's already over. What the hell? But you pointed this out. I'll let you take over this, actually, because you were the one who added me about it, and you were like, oh, my God, did you see? And I was like, no, I didn't. And you were like, well, fake fan. Did you see what Russell said? And I was like, no, I didn't. So take it away.
3: Yeah, if you're feeling, I do know, sad, or you're going, oh, I can't leave, you know, I've got to wait another two weeks for another cap, or, you know... Oh, I don't want to wait till Easter for a new series. Well, shut up, because um, Russell T. Davies (laughs) accidentally reveals that he is doing at least four series. Um, Yes, whilst having his interview with Joe Wiley, he says that for series four he wants to do an episode that is entirely music, and then she's like, series four? He's like, well, we're planning series three at the moment. And then she's like, oh, okay. So... That means Russell's doing four series and everybody cheers and he just goes, oh, um, beautiful moment, very very exciting. I mean, very very happy.
2: Nothing will ever beat though, like being spoiled or like something going wrong where they've spoiled something, like the like Dalek set coming out on stage at the Baftas and they were like, why is Dalek set there? Get him off the stage. Um, that's that 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 that's always a gag. I love it. But yeah, wow, I love because here's the thing if Russell was going to come back he wasn't going to come back for one series i mean he could have i'd still be great we're nothing if not glass half full people here yeah you know yeah anyway um <laughs> <laughs> but if he just come back for one series i'd be like okay love that but also leaving me high and dry here russell come on at least minimum two for me it had to be at least minimum two but four we're being fed we are being fed and gifted i think
3: i think what he wants to do is find another pair of hands for the show to get safely left in. You know, agree or disagree with how Moffat took the show, he was the very obvious next choice. He was, and I guess yeah. same with Chris Chibnall because of how long he'd been working on the show. But Ross says part of the reason he took the job is because there was nobody for it to go to, yeah. and he didn't want it to just get like given to someone who didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, um, and I feel like he's going to stay for as long as it takes to basically build a new protege who is able to take Doctor Who going into the future
2: absolutely um, yeah
3: which i i love that i love that know yeah. because and i don't want other showrunners to come back i mean like not because i i dislike how they do the show i just think like the show will the show needs to change hands again and i want to see it tackled by someone new again at some point um i just yeah hope that he's able to work with someone close and consistent enough where he's able to hand the show over to them
2: all i want to say is russell get neil gaiman back for a few Sorry. episodes. Russell,
3: I'm available.
2: And get Elliot back. Not back there. <laughs> no, not back. You've not done it before. No, Eli- not... hire Elliot, please. Um, please don't. I'll take a crack at it. Go on. Um, no, I'm joking. No, it would be <laughs> awful. It would, be, it, it would just be everyone telling jokes. Anyway, I'd love to ha- see Neil Gaiman do a few episodes. I'd love to see. I would love Stephen to come back and do a couple, personally. Yeah, I could take a leave yeah, I'm not married to the idea, but like uh, a couple episodes, I'd be I'd be all right with. But yeah, no, Neil Gaiman's one of my favourite writers for the show. I just love him anyway. I love his work anyway. I read I read it in my spare time. I'd love to see it, and you know, like people like, you know, no, my brain's gone blank. <laughs> no, I <don't. laughs> Sorry, I
3: don't, I don't know who you mean. Um, no,
2: I don't know who I mean. I was going to say something, no. and uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. we. Love to hear it. we love to hopefully see it soon, which we will, because 25th of November, baby!
3: But you got this to look forward to. you got another one of these in two weeks to look forward to. You've got announcements on random dates that Russell told you to look out for in Doctor Who magazine, so there'll be some interesting things coming out before the special even airs. So, very, very exciting things coming forward, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, just to recap... You're getting an episode every other week, bi-weekly. So you got this one, one week without, and then you've got us right back in your ears. Hey, but also, if you like, re-listen to an episode. Support the pod. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we're still on socials, guys. You know, you know how it is. We're on socials. We're on the gram the most. Go to the gram, please.
3: <laughs> Why are you trying to do the wrap-up?
2: I'm trying to do the wrap-up. I'm actually trying to do the wrap-up. And failing, so... Flounder. Roll credits, Elliot. Roll credits. (laughs) Roll credits. (laughs) 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 Anyway, I'm going to shut up. (laughs) Babe, (laughs) go for it. (laughs)
3: Um. Well, that brings the curtains down on another wonderful episode of the Come Along Pond podcast. I hope you had fun. We sure did. Ah, oh, it's so good to be back. If you like what you heard and want to support the show, you can do so over on Patreon, patreon.com for us. come along, Pom podcast. We have lots of different tiers. You can offer us general support. You can get your name read out on the show. You can go for some ad-free listening. I have to say thank you to our top tier Patreons, Jason, Lucy, Dr. Pompidou. They are giving us life. However, thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Really appreciate it. However... Money, not your bag. I understand. Christmas is coming up depressingly soon, and money is tight. So, if you want to support the show, you can do so by getting in touch with us on email. That is comealongpompod at gmail.com. If you want to be cool, like Mickey, like Lily, like Helena, send us an email. You will get read out on the show one day. Not necessarily the shorter, the better. However... If you want to spend your week off where there's no cap in your ears thinking, oh, what a good time we had on the show, you can head over to TikTok, TikTok.com/slash come along, Pond Podcast. Over there we post fun little moments, cute little, say it with me now, bonmos of us having hot girl chats, highlights and lowlights. So many people over there, wonderful. I'm sure you probably already know about the it's probably how you came over here. However you on Stop Shop, baby. Instagram, I'm talking reels. I'm talking polls. I'm talking almost, probably at this point, 5,000 of you. Absolutely insane. Send us a DM if you're really sweet. Maybe we will dedicate an episode to you like we did Jenny, but no one matched Jenny's sweetness. But still, send us a DM. Any thoughts, questions, queries? You can get in touch with us over there. Come along, pod pod. Cast. That is on Instagram. Can't miss us. Same artwork everywhere. And a couple of deranged quiz. Raving about Doctor Who.
2: Ha, yeah, you got that. You got that <laughs> ah. right, hon. You got that right. Uh, <laughs> with
3: all that being said, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry.
2: <laughs> it's, it's
3: been an absolute pleasure being joined by you this evening,
2: and it's been an absolute honour and a privilege to do this again. God, I missed it. I really, no, I, I really did. I really, really did. Yes.
3: Incidentally, it's been lovely being joined by all of you at home as well,
2: and. We give you air from our dusty lungs.
3: <sighs> Bye, guys.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye.
3: Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
3: Do you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 60th anniversary, june 25th November. <laughs> Tune in, baby. Starby. <laughs>